Hear my cry, oh God. Listen to my prayer. I cried out to him with my mouth. Father, his praise was on my tongue. Hallelujah. If I had cherished sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. No. But God has surely listened and he has heard my prayer. Thank you. Praise be to God. Praise. He has not rejected my prayer or withheld his love from me. Amen. Hear me, Lord, cry out. This ain't a quick prayer and amen. This ain't a three songs, couple hallelujahs, leave the church the same man. See, I've done that before. Not in my head like God bless Facebook uh, Terry with us We're doing something different uh, First time We're doing something new Something new Something new uh, My first time ever meeting these two gentlemen Found them on the streets <laughs> Found them in the streets <laughs> of, On the road to Damascus I found mm. them No, I'm joking But uh, this is the Bible Read Aloud podcast So what we're going to do is Go live on Facebook I'm here with my brother Gabe My brother Antonio and uh, But this is the Bible Read Aloud podcast So if you're familiar with it we are recording now, and you'll be able to hear that audio. Amen. Yes, sir. Uh, probably tomorrow. Uh, so this is my first time having my brother Gabe. Gabe, say what's up to the people. Yo, what's going on, man? Gabe here representing Young Nation Live. I'm excited. I think this is the first Bible read aloud, read aloud that I'm doing with you, right, bro? Hopefully not the last. Yeah. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm <laughs> excited. Um, the topic today, cleanliness is godliness. Oh. Oh. Come on, man. When I was a baby Christian first in the church, I used to hear that all the time. I haven't heard it in a while since today. I mean, today wow. is the first time I heard it in a while. But um, Ant, why don't you introduce yourself, bro? God bless you, brothers and sisters. My name is Antonio Rodriguez. Um, it's a blessing to be here again with you guys, with my brothers, and really just being here to to do what we're meant to do, which is discuss the word and and just be um, a blessing to each other and to you guys. So I'm excited for this time and this moment. Amen. Yes, sir. So Ant's going to be our comment moderator today. He's going to be looking at all your comments, your questions, put them in the in the, uh, in the the comments down below. Anything you're like, oh, snap, that verse, I heard that before. Let me type something. So we're going to try to get as many comments as we can. Uh, so just please let, let yourselves be heard. Amen. 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 So let me introduce uh, the Bible Read Aloud podcast. We share light commentary. Um, we read from the scriptures and we share light commentary in hopes of encouraging and edifying the listener, as well as growing together as individuals, because faith comes from hearing and hearing the word of God. We are not perfect at all. We'll admit that time and time again, um, but we desire right. to grow, to continue growing. So this is actually an effort for us to grow, but we're growing with y'all. So thank you for tuning in. Bible Read, Bible read Aloud podcast, and like Gabe mentioned, the title or the topic for today is cleanliness is godliness. All right, yes, and this is this is part two of a series called uh, Common Biblical Expressions. And I say biblical because they remind you of things from the Bible. Maybe they came, they stem from uh, actual scriptures. Maybe they don't. But what we're going to do is figure out uh, where, what the actual scriptures has to say about these common biblical expressions. Amen. Yes, sir. I'm excited. Amen. Amen. So... Cleanliness yeah. is godliness. What, Gabe, what's your first thought? Because you said you've been hearing that growing up in the church. I didn't grow <laughs> up in I didn't grow up in the church, but I still heard that phrase. Right. So cleanliness is godliness. I can only speak so like you were saying, we can only hope to grow. So since I've heard that, I've done a lot of growing. Um, thanks be to the Holy Spirit, just continuing Amen. to edify me progressively, uh, transitionally. So throughout my walk with God, I've transitioned. Um, so I'm going to use all that or a little bit of knowledge to speak on what cleanliness is godliness, what that means to me today. Um, to me is that as we strive and fight to be closer to God, to envision Christ, right, to, um, to uh, be like Christ in this world, that it takes a lot of cleaning to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we, where I started... To where I'm at now and where I where I, where I'm going to be, I mean it's a lot of change, right? So I started just really wicked. I mean I was I was a wretch. I was wild. I was dirty, and so I think that on on a physical aspect we can talk about well if you you know dirty home or whatever it may be, dirty car. You don't really you know put deodorant on. Mm -hmm. um, but but I think that it's a, it's a it's a greater thing. I think that not only is it physical. Um, being clean, but like being spiritually clean, right. mentally clean, 
I'm financially clean, you know what I'm saying? Especially like, so I'm a firearms instructor. So we talk about having plans that not only have to do with self-defense, but like everything from physically, spiritually, financially, having all your ducks in a row and being clean and then taking it to the to the furthest extent, which what we're doing, we're looking at it from a Christian worldview through a biblical lens. So we're trying to, that's what I think. I think that it fully engulfs what it is to be a Christian Walking clean, walking cleanliness is godliness, right? So Amen. that's where I'm at right now. By the end of this podcast, it could change because I might <laughs> learn right, some things. Right, like right. I said, I haven't really heard this or even studied it in a minute. Amen. But uh, I think it has to do like with everything. As we walk as Christians, um, we our worldview should have an impact on the way we think and the way we speak. And so, yeah, it's. I think it has a lot. There's, there's a lot around it. No, that's good. That's good. And what what are your initial thoughts when you hear cleanliness is godliness? Um, to me, the the way that I relate to that is just understanding something to strive for. Um, but like Gabe was touching on a little bit, it could be the phys- physicality part of it, you know. Um, but I look at it more from the spiritual side, understanding that the only one that could clean, if we're considered dirty because of our sin. The only one they could clean that is Jesus Christ Word up. and the blood that he spilled. So there's, there's, it's almost like a two-part question. Um, so to me, like I, I look at it as the physical side of things, which once God starts working to, in you internally, um, there's going to be an outward expression on that side. So, Amen. Yeah, that's Amen. good. Wow. That's, I like that approach. I like that, that pocket that you're in. It sounds, um, it speaks reverence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, especially the soft-spoken tone, like, because we're we're dealing with something important here, right? We're talking mm-hmm. about yeah, for sure. spirituality, God, godliness, and so I think that that's I feel like that's a step one, like knowing what you're talking about and giving it the importance that it deserves. Amen. 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 I just noticed, Gabe, you 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 pl- planted one of your lights. Yeah. <laughs> over here, I'm like, do I have that? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, is, yeah. is, is wanna, that my light? <laughs> I'm trying to accent the flowers for you guys who are yeah. watching on uh, Facebook. <laughs> nah, that's a nice touch. And yeah. I didn't mean to take it light after we was going deep because we about to go deep again. Let's go. Um, so first of all, this is not a biblical quote. So we right. do, there's nowhere in the Bible you'll see word for word, cleanliness is godliness. Word. So that's first and foremost. Um, but let's talk about what the Bible does say about clean versus unclean. Um, and if one of y'all, while I go grab a Bible, uh, if one of y'all want to just kind of in discussion, paraphrase what Jesus speaks about, uh, cleanness versus uncleanness, because we are fortunate to have the whole revelation of God, which is the entire Holy Bible. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the Old Testament, they, they obviously didn't have the New Testament. Even the New Testament, when they were living, they didn't have the New Testament. They right. Were, they were doing it. And so they were walking with Jesus and things like that. So- uh, we do have that full revelation, but if y'all want to just paraphrase and highlight some of the things Jesus said about um, cleanliness versus uncleanliness, and I'm going to go grab a Bible. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, and you have some things pulled up on well, what Christ said? or What's funny is that I kind of pulled up where the original saying, cleanliness is close oh, okay. to godliness. Let's go. Um, and I could read that out for you real quick if you want to look for a scripture real quick also. But um, it was actually done by... And I'm reading this actually. Uh, John Wesley, a co-founder of Methodism, Wesley may have been the inventor of the phrase "cleanliness is next to godliness." He often emphasized cleanliness in his preaching, but the principle behind the rule dates back long before mm-hmm. the days of Wesley to the worship uh, rituals laid out in the Book of uh, Leviticus. Yep, um, these rites were established by Yahweh to show sinners how they could be cleansed from iniquities and uh, reconciled to God. Word. Um, you know what? I was, before you spoke about Wesley, because we, we, before, before we went live, we were talking about church history a little bit, and Wesley's yeah. one of those guys. Um, but, so to me, I was going to try to go to that, oh, I love this Bible, bro. Yes. <laughs> the, the one hitter right here. Um now, so to me, I think it goes back to the Old Testament. I think it goes back to the the Gentiles who were in the world before there was anything called the Jew, um, back to like Abraham um, when he was Abram. So uh, I think that it has to do with like 
because because I do that reminds me of like there were there were there was the world and then God chose Abraham right and so he he took the Jewish people and removed them separated them from the rest of the world and in Leviticus all these laws these and I they are laws they are rules but I like to think of these things as standards yeah right so like when I'm raising my kid or we, when it's my house these are the standards to live in this home. These are the standards you want to be part of the family. Right. These are the standards. So I, I think that you know that goes to cleanliness as godliness kind of thought yeah. idea behind it because God is like, you're now my people. These are the standards, right? Yeah. You, Amen. You, you love me. Follow these standards, right? right? I love you. I set these standards. I'm separating you from the world. <clears throat> That's yeah. why you know what I think about it. I have something that I could touch on too. And yeah, yeah. It's please. Just the fact. Um, being the fact that, like you said, it, it all, it's all going to go back to God's origin. So if we think about Moses and his people when they were declared as, hey, these are the Israelites, these are my people that God chose, mm -hmm. um, you know, the 12 tribes, right? Now, I can't name them all off the top, and I'm not going to try to name them <laughs> yeah, all off nah. the top. Yeah, yeah. But we do know that the Levitical <clears throat> priests were the ones that... Levites. In Leviticus, you read about the, the way they, they had to deal with it, especially because they were the ones that were going to be the ones in the presence of God. Right, and they were set apart. It was like, only, only the Levitical tribe can do this. Exactly. So thorough. when it comes to us and our natural sin nature, um, having to, during those times, give an offering. Mm. Like We know that a high priest, if he wasn't right with God at that point, they would die in front of the presence of God. Mm -hmm. Amen. So right. they would, and they did, and they did. Yeah, Some the sons of Levi, they would, they would tie. From the way I understand it, they would tie like a rope and uh, jingle bells mm. by their ankles. Oh wow! And if they didn't hear the bells ringing after a certain time, they'll start pulling on the rope. Oh, and snap. this is when they were in the inner court. Yeah. Wow, really? So yeah. So again, Whoa. we understand that, like you said, it's a standard. Um, God kind of had his special forces within the Levitical tribe because they were the ones mm -hmm. that were going to be the priest most most partly so um again there's there's a lot of things biblically that that we follow but it's always good to know the origin of them so sometimes when we we read it and we kind of ramp off we got to understand the um who God was talking to at the time yeah um so that we could have a better understanding as how the scripture fits um but all wow. scripture in the word of God is is for human human Consumption, I should say. Yeah, so. to you, yeah, to that part. I, I feel like that is important <laughs> that we look at the context, right? Mm -hmm. So when, because the scriptures, there, you know, there are uh, you. If you listen to our music, Tim, Tim talks about sixty-six books. Right? I was listening to our music on the way over here. I forgot yeah, what yeah. song it was. I think that was um. It's like from the wine on, on, on Calvary. Yes. Jesus mm -hmm. died on yeah. Calvary. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. Was it that one? It, it, I think it was that one. It was, I think so. But I bring it up because you brought it up that. Yeah. There is context, right? So in the scriptures, we have like historical truths, like literally historical documents. I would say like Leviticus, Genesis. Um, then we have like allegorical, um, po poetic kind of things, like the, the Psalms mm. or or even like um, Song of Solomon. Yeah. Um, but so it, there is a there is different literary genres. Yeah. Within the scriptures, and I think that if you want to go deeper as a Christian. Um, you should understand those literary genres, and you should understand how certain terms and word phrases were used in the culture that it's speaking of, right? Right. So when Jesus says, if someone smacks you, turn the other cheek, you should research what does someone smacking you mean or signify within that culture in that time period in the language that is being written in. So I think because it, it, it does enrich your walk. Right, right. You know, when you're not just, oh, just because we got to think, like, the words, for me, I'm reading English words. Yeah. Um, I mean, the United States or the English language wasn't even a, a thing. Right. When these things were written, you know, right. especially where I'm at. Um, but, uh, no, yeah, I, I feel like I'm off topic. <laughs> so let's go. <laughs> no, that's it. Being mindful of the audience that I intend this podcast for, that's a helpful tip to when we're reading the Bible, consider the context, when it was written, who it was intended for, mm -hmm. the language of origin, 
who wrote the it? author who wrote it. So and consider all those things in your studies. And Ant and I talked about it previously. Go back to everything we're saying and do your own homework. Make sure you you have your own quality devotion. Amen. Yeah, so, yeah. That being said, um, we'll move forward. Uh, I think we've we've touched on this. And I wrote this down that we're viewing cleanliness from from God's perspective and His standard. Mm-hmm. All right, and we've we've spoken throughout the word world word. We've spoken about passages from the from the Bible. Um, we spoke on Old Testament, ancient Jewish culture, and how they had all these different practices and. Quite frankly, they're impossible to keep all of them, like the yeah. the entirety of the law. But that was the requirement, <laughs> but, right. and that's what they were striving to do to be completely perfect on all these standards. Um, yes, sir. Um, and then failing to do certain things would would defile you. And then there was uh, ritual cleaning, cleansings, mm-hmm. cleanses, uh, sacrifices, things that needed to be done to be made right because we're constantly falling short of right. this. This standard right. yeah. that that God has set, and of course, we need to look at the different tech context and all, yeah, and all everything yeah, we yeah. just discussed. But that's what you're going to read when you're going through the Old Testament, and that's what we're telling people to go back and kind of study on their own. Um, fast forward, we have we mm-hmm. have Christ now. Christ came and died for our sins. All right, he, he didn't come to abolish all that, but to fulfill the law, and He mm-hmm. speaks on cleanliness. And uh, we mentioned matters of the heart. That might be something you hear a lot. Um, but I want to go to Matthew chapter 8, verses 2 through 3. Right, okay. Let, let us right. turn there. So Matthew 8, 2 through 3. I'll pull that up uh, right now because it's actually what I have up. It says, a man with leprosy came to him, him being Jesus, bowed down before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out with his hand and touched him saying, I am willing, be cleansed. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. All right. Nobody in the history of ever has cleansed a man of leprosy until right. until Jesus. Right. Wired up. Um, but if we speak about just people in ge- humanity in general, we're talking about sin. The sin is the is the defilement that separates us from God. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and and again, Jesus is the only one who can truly cleanse us to make us right Amen. with with God. Um, I don't know if you all want to chime in on that. No, yeah. Go ahead, Ant. No, well, to me, I I look at it like just based off of what you were just sharing right now, Tim, and just understanding and the way that you set it up too. Jesus was the only one that could fulfill the the law. Mm -hmm. And it shows you why we need him. Yes. Yes. You know, and why we, Jesus spoke about cleanliness, cleanliness, sorry. (laughs) Um, It being the fact that, again, what he did on Calvary. Him being, you hear this reference thrown out, the Lamb of God, you know, unblemished. Um, he spilled his blood so that we could be cleansed. Yes. And for us, it's just a matter of saying, Lord, I accept you in my heart. You know, I know I'm, I'm a wreck um, and, I, and I need you and I believe in what you did on the cross and I, I know that you rose on the third day. Mm-hmm. So that's our process for us. That's mm-hmm. how come when he died, the veil was torn at the, at the temple. Yeah, you know, so now we have access to Christ, um, right. and it just takes the confession from our mouth and believing <clears throat> it in our heart to be able to speak it out. So, again, it, it it just it it shows the magnitude how God started things and the and the Ten Commandments and how that's our standard, and understanding that as mankind, I don't want to say evolved, but kept growing and getting to present time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How sin is just driving us crazy. Right. And it's 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 again as a Christian I sin. <laughs> I want to put that out there. Mm-hmm. But I do know that I have the posture in my heart that man when I mess up, let me go to my father and repent. Right. Right. You know? Most and, definitely. Yeah. And let me let me and again it's not going to happen overnight. It could happen overnight for some. It, it's for some it's the sanctification process. It's going to be a daily walk. Yeah. But right. um if you're to the point in your heart where you recognize that and you do what the gospel says, which is repent of your wicked ways, turn away from it, yeah, turn to Christ, and you have that posture in your heart. That's a great and wonderful place to be in, um, and that's that's called you know I I call it myself having a self inventory, checking yourself daily before you go to bed, even when you wake up, being thankful, like Lord, 
you allowed me to breathe today, so you must have something for me to do. Amen. Lord, you 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 were with me throughout my whole day. You know what? I lost my temper earlier today with a coworker, or I did this and that, or third, and I snapped. Or you know what? Maybe I didn't even open my mouth today, but my thoughts were running rampant. Yeah. Yeah. Lord, help me in that that's area. Good. And I I think that's the cleanliness that we as believers at this time need to understand. Understand that we are going to fall short. We are going to stumble. Don't get caught in being condemned, be convicted by the word of God and change. Yeah. So Yeah. I think it's important that you made that like uh that that you you made that clear, especially right now, because we we are, as we said earlier in the beginning mm-hmm. of this, is that we all do fall short. Right. Right. So there's one perfect one, Christ, and we strive to be like him. But when we fall short and you will fall short, um that that capacity that oh snap, I, I I did that wrong, and Lord please forgive me. I feel like that's a gift from the Spirit. Yo, for sure. And and the fact that you have that, um, is is a good thing. So if you like, if you're watching this, you're like, yo, I haven't been living right. Just know that that realization is a gift. That to me is like a tugging right then and there in that moment. God's still tugging on you, and it's a good thing, right? Amen. So, Amen. He 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 corrects whom he loves. That's mm-hmm. from that's from yes. the Bible. And also, mm-hmm. like Ant is alluding to his relationship with the Lord and and knowing what the scriptures say. Like we God will reveal when we're doing things wrong. Um, but the more we're in the scriptures, the more we're devoted to God, the more we realize the specifics right. of the things we're yeah. doing wrong. Like yeah. that more uh, that, that knowledge, the more knowledge we get, like, oh, this is how, right? So like you got people who just get into the faith, I don't mm-hmm. really know what it means to live right. Yeah, yeah. But I do know that I'm getting pulled, I'm, I'm hearing this message, I feel like Something's pulling on me, and then as like you were saying, as you learn, as you learn more, you can tell what it is to to vision Christ right, you know right. what I'm saying, and like to image Him well. I, I th- I'm sure, like our our testimonies can consist of when we come to Christ, we stop doing X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. little little by little. Some things happen overnight, some things is gradual, mm-hmm. but like specifically to the Word, and I love bringing this up because it's the Word will tell you things that you're doing wrong. But you don't know it. What does it say? The the, the law was a schoolmaster. Like mm-hmm. we didn't know we were sinning until we read. Like, oh, that's a sin. Right yeah. now, yeah. I know I'm sinning. Yeah, and I recognize my uncleanliness and how how I keep missing the mark that God set. So when we're in, when we're this is more encouragement to be on your own in your devotion because when you read the word, you learn that you're not supposed to do things with an argumentative attitude, with grumbling and complaining. Um, and you learn that you're supposed to treat everybody with love. You weren't learn that your thoughts matter. If I hate somebody in my mind, that's that's a sin. Yeah. And like we learn all these things from from being in the word. And the more we're in the more we're in our devotion to God, the more we realize we're missing the mark. We're dropping the ball. But the but when we know Christ and what he died for, we know there's no condemnation. We know we can confess our sins right. and go before the Lord humbly, you know, and he'll lift us back up and, and continue to correct us because he loves us. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Gabe, do you have Mark chapter seven, verse three? Got it right here, son. And, and, I was and I'm gonna give you. Up. I'm gonna give you Matthew ten, fifteen through twenty. Yep. All right. So uh, Mark chapter seven, verse three. I'm reading from that New King James version real quick, um, and it says, "For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they wash their hands in a special way." Holding the tradition of the elders. I kind of want to read verse four. Yeah, please. All right. Because <laughs> <I love laughs> there's like some context yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, for bring sure. It, bring it. When they come from the marketplace, they do not eat unless they wash. And there are many other things which they have received and hold, like the washing of cups, pitchers, copper vessels, and couches. Um, so I, I think, well, go ahead. Why did I read this? Why do you have me read I this? I mean, let, let's go there. We, we know what Christ came to do. To, right. f- to fulfill the law. If you didn't wash your hands ceremonially the right, the proper way, does that disqualify you from going to heaven? If, and mm. then you can kind of go in a different direction if you want. But to me, because of Christ, that does not make you unclean. And right. now we're talking physically, naturally, materially, like you mentioned earlier, rather than matters of the heart, which we've been alluding to. This, following this ceremony isn't going to separate you from, from God. Because mm-hmm. of what because of what right. Christ did. 
I love that because verse five is exactly what you just said. Oh, I must have <laughs> read this before. <laughs> Amen. It says, then the Pharisees and scribes asked him, why do your disciples, they're asking Jesus, why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders? Keep in mind, this is the tradition of the elders, right? Mm -hmm. So they're adding to the law here. Can I question you on your wisdom real quick? Well, your intellect real quick. I don't have any. Not all, not, all, <laughs> not all the Jewish traditions is Jewish law. Correct. Yeah, Some correct. of the Jewish traditions were made up on their own. Yeah, they, sure. they add to the law. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they they were adding a lot. So why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat bread with unwashed hands? Christ answered and said to them, Well, did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites as it is written? Going savage right now. Mm -hmm. This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And mm. the, in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. So mm. they, he's talking about the addition. We're, we're adding these commandments of men, that legalism, it was alive back then and it's yeah. alive right now. Yeah. Like, oh, snap, you, you can't wear nothing but a dress. Oh, yeah. you can't have lipstick on. You can't do your hair. These right. are the commandments of men adding to it. And Christ is saying, you're thinking that you're praising me with your lips, but mm. your hearts are wrong. Wow. He elevates the law. Wow. You know what? Even before, can I share a scripture that someone actually shared on the post on, online? Yeah, yes, please. Thank you for whoever Shout shared out Jose. that. This goes out to Jose. And then Jose, I'm going to do you the, the solid of reading this real quick. So let me get back to my Bible real quick. Sorry, because I got to go in between two pages. No, nah, you good. <laughs> but time, he, was, uh, he put up there Matthew 23, verses uh, 25 through 26, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yes. So... Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for, the clean, for, for you clean the outside of the cup mm. and of the dish, but inside are full of robbery and self-indulgence. You blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup and of the dish so that the outside of, of it may become clean. And even wow. if you read more, you see Jesus really going in. The only reason I know is Jesus because it's in red in my Bible. <laughs> um, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. True, me too. But <laughs> the thing is, is like, again, it... It just shows I could have an outward appearance that might look clean, but I could be filthy inside. Yeah. Right? Right. So let's let's take a second and think outside the box. What about if there's a person that's homeless that comes to your church for the first time? How how much people would really react with open arms to allow a person to come in? Yeah. Even if he smelled crazy, if he mm -hmm. looked disheveled, right? But let's say the Lord draws him into the service. He sits in the back. He receives Christ. He confesses in his heart. Mm -hmm. So the outward appearance to all of us that are in there, probably even the ushers are going to be like, yo, get out of here. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, go, or go to the overflow room. You're making me uncomfortable. Yeah. And God is looking at our heart like, yo, you could be in an Armani suit in here, but you're not acting with humility. You're not acting kind. You're not being what I'm asking you to be in God's house. Right. And again, I'm not just pointing into God's house. This is just humanity in general. We have a, a way of wanting to subcategorize sin. And we got to understand that sin in the eyes of the Lord is sin. Yes, sir. Regardless Amen. if it's Amen. alive, regardless if it's death, regardless if it's homosexuality, regardless if it's coveting something yep. that you're not supposed to, mm -hmm. all those things are sin to God and he doesn't like it. Amen. So that's why you will always hear me and a lot of the brothers up here saying like it's a matter of the heart and making sure that your heart is right because that's the way that you'll be able to, again, repent of those sins and then be able to fix from the inside out amen yeah most definitely man thank you uh who was that jose jose yeah. jose yeah thank you for for adding to the conversation we appreciate mm -hmm. it amen and then i'm sorry tim which uh you wanted me to read uh, matthew matthew, 10? matthew chapter 10 verses 15 through 20 okay cool truly i say to you and i'm reading from the nasb nasb um so starting at uh verse 15 truly i say to you it will be more tolerable for the land of solomon and gomorrah on the day of judgment, then, then for that city, behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be as wary as serpents and as innocent as doves. But be on your guard against people, for they will hand you over to the courts and flog you in their synagogues. And you will even be brought before governors and kings on my account as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. But when they hand you over, do not worry about how or what you are to say for what you are to say will be given to you at that hour mm -hmm. but it is not you who are speaking but it is the spirit of the father who is speaking in you wow that's verse 20 
That's phenomenal, man. That's Did I read the right one? <laughs> Let me see that real quick. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> right, yo, I, I, that you was beautiful. It to me. <laughs> so while you looked that up, that that's was beautiful, pretty... first of all. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say, that's pretty I'll... dope, man. What was that first? What was the opening That was verse? Matthew 10, 15 through 20. Matthew right. 10, 15 yeah. through 20. But like even, again, just to, to as, as we're finding the actual scripture in this and again this is live but you know god has a way of being have he has a beautiful sense of humor Amen. um so again um just you know what's one that i could think of real quick while you're looking for that yeah go ahead. think about okay peter when he was at this moment fasting and he starts having that vision on the roof and go ahead, the sheet gets spread and it's all things that naturally by Jewish tradition you're not supposed to eat, but we know that Gentiles loved, right? <laughs> so he's seeing this sheet being spread with kind of like a buffet, right? Mm -hmm. And he even questions the Lord, like, Lord, what does this mean? You yeah. know, how yes, am sir. I supposed to even break bread with this? And he's like, don't call unclean what I call clean. Hey, man, that's from Acts. Yeah, from, right? I didn't even think of that last but night. Then it, but then it led him to be able to speak to Cornelius, mm. right? right? Which is, again... Jewish people mm -hmm. who traditionally had the law, <clears throat> excuse me, had the law that water, and that understood. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll get it in a second. But understood. But this is the part where Peter was supposed to walk what he was knowing. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he was able to go in there, not have these preconceived notions because the Lord gave it to him in a vision, mm -hmm. broke bread with them, but then also brought them the gospel. And Amen. I'm paraphrasing Amen. that, but. You know, again, it's just it's it's a beautiful thing to see when we're operating the way that God has always intended us to. No, yeah, you know what? I, I love that scripture because, like, I've heard two schools of thought on that particular scripture. Some people just be like, "Oh, look, it means we can eat pork chops and lobster." Right. <laughs> but I feel like the more like like the more like contextual thing is what you just said is right. that it opened Peter's eyes up because a lot of the times it was like racism, like Jews really oh, didn't sure. rock with the Gentiles. So that opening up, bringing like now you can bring the world, the word to the world, mm -hmm. and so amen. It's funny, yeah, I like it. No, for sure. So, so I, my, I had a little uh, dyslexia mishap last night when I wrote that. <laughs> it was Matthew fifteen ten through twenty, not, ah. not Matthew ten fifteen through twenty. But there was a reason you read that. I don't know who that. I don't know who that word was for. That was for me. That was for me. Receive it. Right, right. So, and once you read that for me, go to go chapter fifteen. Matthew, correct. Matthew fifteen, verses ten to twenty. Yes, twenty. Excuse me. After Jesus called the crowd to him, he said to them, "Hear and understand. It is not what enters the mouth that defies the person, but what comes out of the mouth this defiles a person." Then the disciples came to him and said to him, "Do you know?" <clears throat> excuse me, that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this statement. He goes, uh, he says, uh, but we, but he answered and said, every plant which is, which my heavenly father did not plant will be uprooted. Leave them alone. They are blind guides of blind people. Mm. And if a person who is blind guides another person who is blind, both of them will fall into a pit. Now I'm at uh, verse 15. Peter said to him, explain the parable to us. Jesus said, are you also lacking in understanding? Question mark. Do you not understand everything that goes into the mouth passes into, passes into the stomach and is eliminated? But the things that come out of the mouth come from the heart, and those things defile the person. For out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, murders, acts of adultery, other immoral mm -hmm. sexual acts, thefts, false testimony, and slanderous statements. These are the things that defile the person, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a person. Right. Out of the abundance of the heart, the tongue speaks. Yes, sir. Amen. That's deep. That's deep, man. Um, that just that just goes to like everything we're talking about as far as like as Christians, as followers of Christ, we should always be concerned about our thoughts yes. and what comes out of our mouths. So so for example, Every now and then when I'm frustrated, a little curse word might slip out in my mind. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I always check it because I know that if I don't check it there, pretty soon, sooner or later, I'm going to be talking with a crazy mouth. We're we'll talking right? reckless. So it's like what, what you said to me years ago always sticks to me. Eyes, eye gates, mm -hmm. ear gates, tongue. Yeah. Always watching it. Always watching what you're consuming, what's coming out of you. 
Um, so I definitely think that that speaks to the scripture right here, or the scripture speaks to that. Right. Um, but I think it's very important for us to watch that. Talking about cleanliness and godliness. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And I mean, I, I think we're we're slowly driving the point home that these are matters of the heart. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. we're what we lost from from sin when sin entered the, the world was our fellowship and our right standing before God. So all this defilement comes from sin. Mm-hmm. All this uncleanliness comes from sin. Yeah. Right. Um. Before Christ, we were sinners, we were unclean, we were estranged from God. Right. Now that we're, we're in Christ, when we come to Christ, um, we're called to be cleansed, be holy, pure, set apart with the help of the Holy Spirit. doesn't happen overnight, might not happen until we get called home. Uh-huh. Right. But throughout our life, this is our call, and this is what yeah. we're, we're striving for. So, um, Gabe, I'm going to have you go to James 4.8. Hi, me. I'm going to pull up mm-hmm. 2 Corinthians 7.1, and then Isaiah, if you're able to... Isaiah. Uh, Shout out to Isaiah, man. Shout out to Isaiah, man. All the the Isaiah, man. Ain't being partial. And go to Isaiah chapter 1, verse 16. Forget, this has a little tabs. I'm already trying to look. You got the tabs, my guy. Oh, use the tabs. (laughs) I don't use the tabs because it throws me off. It's like three books in one tab. (laughs) (laughs) So I I don't know that. I I haven't like nailed that yet. You said chapter 1, Isaiah chapter 1, verse 16. Verse 16, yes. Bro, I did so much studying with this Bible. You did, bro. And there's so many notes in there. I'm like, I got the commentary. They're nuggets. Yeah, the yeah. nuggets. NKJV commentary. <laughs> so, of Gabe. Some of these joints is legal as Gabe, so don't just, just ask me before you use them. <laughs> you know, I got white out. Just in case. There you it's go. So, there you go. Good. James, what? James, what? James 4 8. So I got 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. It says, the caption is, Paul reveals his heart. Therefore, having these promises, beloved, it would be good to read chapter 6, but for the sake of time, therefore, having these promises, beloved, Let's cleanse ourselves from all defilement of flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. All right? Um, Wait up. What James was it again? That was uh, your James 4, 8. Four, eight so this was 2 Corinthians 7, verse 1. I'll continue to verse 2. Make room for us in your hearts. We have wronged no one. We've corrupted no one. Uh, we have taken advantage of no one. Paul teaching the church of Corinthians. But again, he's reinforcing these standards that God has for us. When we're in Christ, we are we have grace, first of all. So we're striving to do these things. All right. The lash isn't coming out every time we fall short. We have instructions for when we fall short. Like Ant said, we, we confess our sins, we yeah. we repent of these things immediately. Yeah. Um, and even if it's in our heads, Gabe, like we we like I just cussed in my head. I just had a wrong thought about that individual. Cast that down. Yo, immediately, that, like, Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive yeah. me. I, and like, mm-hmm. why did that come out so quick? And I know it's yeah. like, because I used to watch that type of comedy, that type yeah, of stand-up. Yeah. Like, that's why these things come at resurface. Right. Um, but we check them. We don't let them go unchecked. Yeah, especially now. Like, I'm, I'm, I just started dipping into the, like the stock market, yeah. trying to learn about it. Shout out. Uh, Community, um, dang, why am I forgetting? <laughs> <laughs> community, community level up. Yes, Miles, thank you, bro. Appreciate Amen, you. Amen, Miles. But when I see the stock, I'm like, oh, or, or dang, or you know, yeah. I <laughs> might say something out. Right. But I'm like, what? I'm like, man, I'm about to turn this thing off. It's, if it's leading me down this yeah, way, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. definitely want to search my heart on that. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Um, so let's continue. These are again, this this little part is we're, we're called to to holiness. Mm-hmm. And these are some scriptures that are kind of speaking on that. So go ahead, uh, Gabe. So I got James chapter 4, verse 8, and that says, Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Very true. Mm. Very true. Yeah. Very interesting. Goes right back to devotion. Draw, draw near to God. Yeah. Absolutely. And right. I think that these things go hand in hand, right? Draw near to God, and He will draw near to you. Perfect. And For I sure. think that drawing near to God and Him drawing near to you leads to you cleansing your hands, because we're sinners, right. and purifying our hearts, right? right? So same thing like loving, like what are, what are the greatest commandments when they ask Christ? He says, love God and love neighbor. I feel like that A... Leads to be. If you really love God, you'll love your neighbor. Oh, for sure. If you get close to God, you'll you'll start to want to clean your hands and your heart. For Amen. sure. Amen, for sure. bro. Um, I'll read the Isaiah chapter one verse uh, sixteen, and let me get this a little bit closer. Um, wash yourselves, make yourselves clean, remove the evil of your deeds from my sight, cease to do evil. Amen. Word. You know what I think about? It's like the prophets. The prophets had their job. They had to bring down. 
they had to give that message. Like, this is the instructions from the Lord. Yes. Our, our job, we sh- don't shoot the messenger. We're, we're, this is what the Lord says. Thus yeah. says the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, <laughs> they're, they're pointing. The whole Old Testament is pointing to Christ. Right. We're not going to, they're not saying like, chill until Christ comes. Like, right. get right. Yeah. But a Savior is coming. Yeah. Right. And, and like Isaiah, one of the prophets telling you, be right with God, be right with God, be right yeah. with God. And though they heard that for centuries, like- yeah. They weren't lying. Like, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. right before God. Absolutely. And, and if you think about it, I mean, just because these were happening, these things in the Bible were happening to God's people, you know, mm. and there's, but it's, it's a, the whole world deals with it, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, sometimes a, a, lot, a lot of people would say stuff like, oh, yeah, I'm a child of God, right? Mm. But are you? <laughs> you know, <what> I mean? <laughs> and, and, the, and that's just the honest truth, you know, um, only those that He's selected are His. Yeah. You know, I mean, we touched on that just in the scripture, uh, just a, a couple moments ago. Mm-hmm. So, like, again, it's it's that matter. And to speak of what you was just sharing, like, um, draw near to me, and I'll draw near to near to you, is the same thing as me saying, "Seek me, and you will find me." Amen. Which Amen. the Lord says, like, yo, think which, about it. That's like a promise. Like, which you said earlier too, right? right? When, before we before we went on live, mm-hmm. you know, it's and it's some matter again. It's like, man, if if you have God, the Creator of the universe, the one that made you, made everything that we see, look at, or gave the idea for someone to make a computer or something like that. Because a lot of people be like, oh yeah, well, they didn't make computers back in the day. Uh, hmm. It wasn't that time yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. But but the fact that God, Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end, um, is Wants a relationship with you. Yeah. Wants to be reestablished. Wants that. Wants that very thing that separated us to be out of your life, so that he could be in your life. Um, and the fact that he already sent his son to die on the cross for us to to be able to to have access to him. I mean, and then understanding, like man, it's like amazing. again, every day I'm going to have my challenges, but every day I could seek God, and then the Bible. I used to tell people, you know, um, finally after catching fire for the things of the Lord on my own, um, I I didn't want to read anything that didn't have pictures in it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But all of a sudden, like, man, when when I was having anxiety, when I didn't know how to sleep, um, when when I was coping with my idols and those weren't even bringing me satisfaction anymore, you know, all of a sudden when I cracked open the Bible... And I started reading through the Gospels. I mean, I read through the Gospels on a weekend. Like wow. started, wow. you know, started in Matthew. And by the time Sunday hit, hit I was in Revelation. And yeah. it was just like, wow, Lord, I know this had to be from you because aunt don't read like that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So <laughs> again, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, no, but you he hit g- that. He gave it, you that hunger. It was, like, it was like, yo, I want you back with me. You're out of mm-hmm. pocket and I need you to be back with me. So Amen. I'm going I'm to shut everything down for you. I'm going to make it uneasy for you to go to sleep. So guess what? So now you have no excuse to seek me or you're going to find me. He's a good God. And it was Amen. like, <laughs> and, it was like and it was like revelation. So like, again, it's just a beautiful thing. Um, yeah. It's a beautiful thing that's, to that's be, amazing, bro. be in that lane. He yeah. talked about like, yeah. like, especially like me, there was a point in my, in my life where, because I said I was raised in the church, but also there was a point where I didn't want nothing to do with God. Right. Where I would go to the scriptures like, oh, no, that's, that's not even right. It's not even true. It's not right. real. Um, and my mom would be a testament. She'll be like, I'll, I'll go to be like, oh, look, um, the Bible was used to hold slaves, blah, blah, blah. All this just garbage right. that just doesn't stand when you actually look at like scholarly evidence and and what it meant to be a slave. But we'll, that's a, that's another topic. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I say this to say that there was a point in my life where I wanted nothing to do with God, living as wretched as can be, and God literally pulled me out of that. Right. I didn't want him. He left the 99 and went to me. Yeah, yeah. Saying Amen. that song is real. Yeah. Like same thing with you. Like in a weekend, like out of nowhere, you just eat the entire New Testament up. Why? It's because God tugged on you. It's because God called you. Right. And but Amen. you know what's and and real quick, you know what's amazing about that is that when I was starting to read the scriptures for myself, a lot of the very things that we are going to be covering in this series, like these questions, like cleanliness, being close to godliness, yeah. or you know, um, only God could judge me, things yeah. like that. Oh, you that, know? oh no, that's one of them. You know, but yeah. you, better, you better believe that's one. I, I was, I, I was able to to know what was biblically sound, mm-hmm. and then what was just a saying, just to be a saying. Yeah, just through exactly. reading the word, and then what happened was is that I go, all right, I'm done with the New Testament. Let me get into this Old Testament now. Yeah, 
because it goes hand in hand. You got to understand where the oh, why, yeah. Yeah. and then in order to be able to receive the gift of 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 just your your belief system. I mean, right? How can I believe in something that I don't know? Yeah, yeah, that's good. You know, so especially when you're reading like Romans, <laughs> Ephesians, Thessalonians. Yeah, Paul's constantly, constantly, word for word, quoting from the Old Testament, and yeah. Jesus is always yes. quoting from the Old Testament, yes. right? And fulfilling those prophecies too. Right. Um, which one am I hitting uh, ver- Verse 22, please. He- Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22. Let's go. Go ahead, Gabe. Let's approach God with a sincere heart mm. and Amen. full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Man, I tell you what, the, out of all of this, the thing that sticks out to me is approaching God with a sincere heart. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. oh, tr- trust and believe. Um. You have to believe enough. So, I mean, it's true. You have to have a sincere heart, mm-hmm. right? And so if that's not, if, you, if you're not really coming to God, like open, just open book, empty cup, just Lord, please reveal yourself to me. I think you're going to have a hard time. You're going to yeah. you're gonna get into that church of knees. You're going to go through <laughs> maybe a year, a few months, and then you're going to end up on rock bottom. Like, yo, God ain't real. These preachers lied yeah. to me. That has to do because your motives. Check your heart first. Go to God. See where you're at. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Call on him for Amen. sure, for sure. Amen. And, and he says that the full assurance of faith, because the faith is what's gonna cleanse you. Mm-hmm. All right, the faith, and then the that cleansing, yeah. Christ. It all, right. it all goes. I pull out sincere, but yeah. you can't have the others without sincere. You know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. like it all, and you can't have sincere without the others. That it all works together. Yeah. Amen. So now we're we're called to the, this high standard, and we have Christ as our helper because. And the Holy Spirit, we need we need this help. All right, it doesn't happen overnight. We've mentioned that many times. So um, let's talk about how we need His help, and yeah. we ask boldly and openly and humbly for His help. And I'm gonna have you go to Jeremiah thirty three eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm gonna go to uh, and Gabe go to Psalm fifty one with me. Let's go. Because yes, we're called to this cleanliness lifestyle, the cleanliness of our heart, this purity. Um, but we need his help. Let's be honest. We still yes, live sir. in the flesh. Uh, we can at times fall victim to the ways right of the here. flesh. So if you want to go to verse 10, I'm on verse 7 okay. of Psalm 51. Go ahead with it. Psalm 51, uh, a very popular scripture. Purify me with hyssop and I will be clean. All right, we're, we're asking God. And, and another a footnote says, or may you purify that I may be clean. Mm-hmm. But it, it's knowing that we need his help like in, in asking humbly. That we're addressing the fact that we're wrong, which we've mentioned before, just confessing our sins, acknowledging it, knowing we're not perfect, and then asking him humbly for the help to be how he wants us to be. Right. Amen. If you, matter of fact, why don't you go up to five? I actually slowed. So purify me with hyssop and I will be clean. Cleanse me and I will be whiter than snow. Mm. You say go go back up to. I was going to say, why don't you read from five? Because I feel, or you know what? Matter of fact, read from three to seven. (laughs) Read Psalm 51. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, the more context you go into, it's like the entire thing. We could be You here. want me to hit 10 though? Yeah, we could be here all day, but Psalm 51, which I'm trying to highlight things, but there's so much context. Yeah, 51 is yeah. solid. As as an encouragement though, it's, I mean, again, because we're covering this as a live podcast, but mm-hmm. every scripture that we rifle off, don't just take the, the word that we're saying. Yes. Read yeah, it yeah. for yourself. I mean, that would be the best, my best advice to all of us. To all of us, anyone that's listening, I don't 100%. know who's on the other side of that lens. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, right. I pray that the Holy Spirit draws on them to be able to, to have that uh, reverence mm-hmm. and that revelation of God's word being yeah. taught. And the way that you would gain that and be in that pocket is by actually reading whatever someone's quoting. That way you could ask the Holy Spirit even before you read the word, hey, Lord, what right. is it that you're saying? You know, yeah, and- absolutely. And that reminds me of we were talking about Brother Lewis. Yeah. Earlier, um, he always says he's he's um he admires the Bereans. Mm-hmm. Like Paul admired the Bereans because he's like Paul's like whatever I said, them 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 cats went right to the word to yeah. test me. So we should do that. You guys do that with this live. Yep. Like, oh, they're reading this. Let's see the context. Does it really right. say that? Right. I think that especially with something so important like this, we're talking about eternity. Yes. We're talking about salvation. We're talking about studying God's word, a creator of the universe who's real. Um, get into it. Take it serious. If um, I don't know about anybody else, but when somebody hands me papers, I at least skim through it, and then I want to get into it. Right. Yeah, don't yeah. just skim. 
get into it because you might be signing your life away. Yeah. Right. And, so and we ahead. didn't cover. We aren't going to cover everything that has to do with these specific topics. So yeah, you know, find more. This is a little tip of the iceberg. Yeah. For you. Continue this for study sure. to to really drive the concept of cleanliness to till it really sinks in, in your own mm-hmm. heart. But Gabe, if you want to read uh, verse ten, yes, sir. It says, "Create in me a clean heart, O God." And renew a steadfast spirit within me. Now this is David, man. This is David writing this. David <laughs> yeah. the chosen. David yeah. like did mad stuff one. for God, but King also yeah. right. Also, David. as we see in his own David, yeah. in his own words, he did some dirty stuff. Oh, for yeah. sure. He's yeah. not writing these songs because he's holy, holy. Nah. He's writing these songs because he's like, yo. That's why I said go to verse three. He says in verse three, four, I acknowledge my my transgressions. Yeah. I'm, I know I'm Confess. doing wrong. Yeah. I'm confessing. Wow. So thorough. Yeah. yeah wow. No. He, he's he's crying out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that's again a beautiful place to be in when you could cry out to God and and get your response in the Word. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wanted me to read from Jeremiah uh, 33 verse eight. Yes, and please. It starts off with, "I will cleanse them from all their iniquity by which they have sinned against me, and I will pardon all their iniquities by which they have sinned against me, and by which they have transgressed." Against me, and Word. that's that means what a capital M, which lets me know they're talking about God. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. So that's good, man. Let's that's good. Let let's keep on going. Um, yes, sir. Acts two thirty eight with it. Yes, sir. There's some things we need to do to be made clean. We we spoke about it, and some of the some of the things that are involved with being made clean. We've spoke about the confession of faith and believing in Jesus. But let's go to the scriptures to just further that point and. Uh, and if you could pull up John 15, verse 3, and Gabe, go ahead with Acts chapter 2, verse 38. Word. So Acts chapter 2, verse 38, Peter's straight up breaking it down to the Jews. So they say, starting in verse 38, then Peter said to them, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit for the promise is to you and to your children, and to all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call. Amen. Amen. That's amazing. Before Christ, you are far off. And somebody might be asking right now, at least in their hearts, what, mm-hmm. what must I do to be clean? What must I do to be saved? Right. And I, mu- I, must, I must add this. Mm-hmm. Because looking at Acts as a transitional book, because mm-hmm. we see Peter... At first, he's like, "Yo, you guys, you guys crucified Christ." He came through. They say, "What should we do then?" Like they, they really believe him. Mm-hmm. He's like, and then he says this. Then later on in Acts with Cornelius and them, mm-hmm. he didn't even talk anything about baptism, and and he and this, the scripture says the spirit fell upon them. Right. So I think it's important because I feel like there's there is a branch of Christianity that hangs on this, oh, and sure. they say if you're not baptized, you're not saved. Right. And that's against the word. Right. Because later on, we see some cats that didn't get baptized, right. and the Spirit was with them immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just yeah. wanted to point that out. No, that, but that's, a, that's, a, that's, again, using godly wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know, And the Holy Spirit has got to draw out. Because I could just see, shout out Pastor Jessica, because you see a little message from me. Yo, let's go with that. <laughs> yeah, Love no, you, Pastor Jessica. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I'm sorry, you wanted me to read from John chapter 15, what verse again? Verse 3. Verse 3, okay. Yep. All right, let's get it. Mm-hmm. And I already had it highlighted from before, so I'm going But you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. I could keep reading if you want me to. or Yeah, what, what's next? What's after that? It says, abide in me and I in you, mm. as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. So another can... So, so, so excuse me. So neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, uh, you may not, you can't do anything. Mm. And again, it's a. Be- uh, this is in Jeremiah? This is in, <laughs> this is in John. This I was going to say, John, I was like, John. I was going to say, I don't know why I got Jeremiah. <laughs> well, he just, he did Jeremiah before that. Yeah, but, that's uh, why. Okay. I, I wanted to highlight that's beautiful. that. G- yeah, yeah. Well, well, well written. <laughs> Jesus, good job. Yeah. <laughs> like, Amen. Jesus As Jesus talking, if, if people don't know, and he's talking to his disciples yes. who have received mm-hmm. him. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. We received Jesus. Jesus is the word. And, and what was that first 
15-3. Oh, let me, let me go back to it. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I believe it's... Go ahead. So yeah, while he looks for it, put your comments down below. Ask us questions. Anything. Great. So uh, verse 3 says, You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. And then he goes into the abide in me and I will be abiding mm -hmm. in you. No branch cannot bear fruit on itself unless it abides in the vine. So neither can you unless you abide in me. So these, these are Jesus' disciples who have received him. He's telling them to abide in him. Abide in him. Like we've been talking about this whole time, our devotion to the Lord, our our submission to the Lord. Um, right. It's a part of that relationship. All right. This is this is the process. We yeah. come to Him. We recognize our sins, our flaws. We need our we need our Savior. Yeah. Um, we confess. We receive Him. We abide in Him. We're being cleansed. We're being worked on. It's like it's all of the process is what I'm really trying to bring out. This lifelong process. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Man, that's good. Wow. Amen. It's um, really good. Uh, Gabe, if you want to go to Hebrews 9.14. Hebrews, my favorite. And uh, real quick, and then um, Isaiah, Titus 3.5. Isaiah again. It's Antonio, Gosh, what am I Antonio, doing? It's Antonio. Sorry, I'll be Isaiah for the day. <laughs> no, no, you won't. Uh, <laughs> no, joking, but, Hebrews. Uh, <laughs> Antonio. Hebrews. And this wasn't even, I could if I called you Titus, that would have made sense because yeah, before yeah. it was Isaiah and I called you Isaiah, but now it's Titus. So Titus, can you go to Titus for me? <laughs> nah, um, and can you go to Titus 3, 5, Hebrews 9, 14, Gabe? Um, we're, we're, we're getting ready to wrap up. Um, cleanliness is godliness. Let us know your thoughts, like Gabe said in the comments. Where do you stand with this phrase? And I hope you, I pray you have a, a better grasp and concept of what the Bible really says about cleanliness from the perspective of God. Amen. Amen. So go ahead, whoever wants to go first, Ant or Gabe. All right, I got you. Um, so this is Titus 3, um, uh, verse 5. He go, It goes, He saved us, not on the basis of deeds which we have done in righteousness, but according to His mercy, by the washing and the regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit. Wow. Word. Wow. Well, I, I like to, I love to be reminded what the Holy Spirit does. Amen. And um, what He does. And and. I don't neglect the Holy Spirit at all, you know, when we're speaking on the Trinity and um, washing, regeneration, renewal, mm -hmm. like we just said. And um, what was the what was the first part about that, bro? I know the washing and the regeneration. So it goes, he what? saved us, not on the basis of deeds, which we have done in mm -hmm. righteousness, but according to his mercy, by the washing and the regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit. Yes, I love that. Amen. That's the process of sanctification there. Yeah. Amen. I like that. Um, right here, I, I actually underlined these verses. Wow. Back in the day, and I say new covenant. Wow. So you want me to read 14? N 9 verse 14, yeah. 9 verse 14. So we got right here. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God... Cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Mm. I'm gonna read one. Well, I want to read the whole thing, but Tim won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna leave that for you guys to, to finish yes, reading sir. these scriptures. Eat that up, chop it up. Um, Amen. We, we read a we read a lot. Um, I hope the the main points were driven home. I hope you are stirred up. Just me being conscious of my audience. I hope you are stirred up to deeper devotion. Um, to deeper study of this topic, but just study of God in general. Amen. And um, I yes, think sir. on top of that, equally as important, just soul searching, examine yourselves, the Bible said, and, and really begin to apply the word and, and um, confess whatever is in you that you know is is not God's standard or um, admitting to the things that you know would not, would not be approved by God. Mm -hmm. um, and he's going to help us. So let's be humble about it. Yeah. We're not saying we don't do nothing. We've already confessed that we do things that... God wouldn't approve of things that we don't even approve of. Right, right. So let's let's all continue to be humble about this thing. And we know God is pure. God is holy. God is sanctified. God is perfect, clean to the core. If we want to use that word. And apart right. from Him, we're, we're we're filthy rags. Our works are yeah. filthy rags. We're yes, sir. Um, you know what I'm saying? We're we're we are defiled without Him, mm -hmm, but right. with Him, cleansed, forgiven, redeemed, children of God, co-heirs to the throne of grace, not by works. Um, but by our faith in Christ Jesus. Yes, sir. Amen. That's beautiful. Amen. It's the truth. Yeah, man. Well, it's a wrap. if y'all don't got any, any final thoughts, you know, for the people, any last words of encouragement, 
I appreciate your time, um, but I want you guys to uh, say whatever you, ha- you have on your heart to uh, close this out. Um, I'm ready to pray <laughs> in the sense of when if someone needs prayer, like I could pray right now. You know, Word up, okay. But I'll make cool. sure, you know. Cool. Um, Absolutely. So, for yeah. the, well, for the live, why don't you go ahead and put some prayer requests. <clears throat> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Put some prayer requests right there. If we don't get them right now, we'll get them. At some point. Yeah, no, we right? will. Look I'm going to be the, monitoring the, this. We will look through the comments and respond. Yeah, no, I just wanted to um, emphasize what Tim just said about knowing when you've fallen short to go to God and ask to be strengthened, yes. forgiven, um, and corrected, right? I feel like, especially in the Christian worldview, you should always walk with a sense of um the ability to be taught something. Yeah. I think that we should always have this this open, open, like open mind when it comes to as long as it aligns with the word. Yeah. You know, you should be open to correction. So love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Amen. Um, real real quick, real quick. And I want you to pray us out. But uh this may or may not be a yes or no, but I'm gonna throw it out there anyway. Love it's, you, it's, honey, it's, and see you. <laughs> thank you, Steph. <laughs> thank you, Tris. Thank you, Tamara. We love y'all. Thank the, you, the thank wives, you. wife gang. Get yeah. Is cleanliness godliness? Yes. I like that. Yes. Yes. Per the yes. context. Yes. And I, I, I don't feel pressured to say what they said. I'm saying yes. Because <laughs> I believe it. Amen. Um, amen. Mind amen, you. Amen, amen. Mind you. You know what I used to think? I don't think I said this, but when I used to hear cleanliness is godliness, I didn't grow up in a church. I used to think like if my house isn't spotless, I'm not being... God's right. not going to approve. Right now, I understand yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's a part of stewardship, and I yeah. want to take care of what 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 I right. possess. Yep. So that cleanliness. If if y'all were thinking, man, I need to start sweeping more. You yeah, probably do. I, you probably <laughs> do need to sweep more. I'm not, gonna <laughs> wax, I'm not gonna wax my car right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but if that's on your heart, it's yeah. a heart issue. That's amen. What, amen. 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 And pray for us. Pray yeah, for, for sure. the audio listeners. Pray pray for the Facebook listeners. Please. Of course. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get it popping. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's just give me a couple of seconds to gather my thoughts. Take your time, bro. Sir, it's the most a, important. Lot, a lot was said. This is yes. the most important part of your walk with Christ is prayer. Don't yes. get it twisted. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, we just thank you again for being the, the mighty king that you are. Thank you, Lord. The Lord of lords, king of kings, that there is no name above your name, Father God. Father, I thank you for the blessing that it is to serve with these brothers, Lord Father God, being able to just dive into the word, Lord Father God, and present it in a way that was unique, but such in good timing right now. And I thank you, Father, for our listeners, our Facebook listeners, Lord Father God, our people watching us through the stream. Um, Lord, the way that you draw us to you, Lord Father God, it's only you that could draw us to you. So I thank you, Father God, again, for having us recognize and take self-inventory of whatever it is that is in our hearts, Lord Father God, that needs to align with your word. Asking you through your Holy Spirit, through knowing through the redeeming power of your son, Jesus Christ, that we could get things back right with you, Lord Father God, the way that it's intended to be. And Father, I pray for every every person that is listening to our voices, Lord Father God. If they haven't come across the point of being able to give their lives to you or being born again, Lord Father God, I pray that in their own private time, Lord Father God, or even just right now as they're hearing our voices, Lord, that yes, they could... Um, Surrender to you, Lord Father God, and understanding that if they reach out to us individually or even through online, Lord Father God, that we'll be able to cover them in prayer, Lord Father God, um, accept them with open arms, Lord Father God. And we're not looking for numbers, Lord Father God. We're just looking to be um, good stewards of the people that you place in front of us, Lord Father God. So, Lord, I thank you for blessing each and every one of our lives, Lord Father God, with the ability to dive into your word. Use whatever it has been in our backgrounds, Lord Father God, to present the fact that we are human beings, that we fall short at times, Lord Father God, but that we can surrender all things to you, um, coming to your throne boldly, without fear, and not being anxious of anything, Lord Father God, but being able to lay it all at your feet. So Lord, I pray more than anything, Father God, that you take whatever heart that is um, of stone, Lord, and you turn into a heart of flesh and that you expand it to have the capacity to receive your Holy Spirit and to have us be sensitive to when you are directing us. Lord, I, I pray that if we have to ask you for forgiveness first, that we ask you for forgiveness from our wrecked ways, our, our wrong ways, Lord Father God, and that we submit ourselves to you 
as our personal Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. that we recognize you, Lord Father God, as the one that died on the cross for us, the ones whose blood was spilled in order to cleanse us from our sin, and the one that rose on the third day, Lord Father God. And you are right now in heaven preparing a place for us. Thank you, Lord. And you're going to come back for us soon, Lord Father God. So I thank you again, Lord, for what you are doing in each and every one of our lives, the listeners, us three here, Lord Father God, our households, everything, Lord Father God. I just thank you for the mighty God that you are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. This operation isn't ready with my donation. It's you who makes a fight, but it's you who pays. From the pavement, broke up the dirt and hatred. I contemplate this. Remember our conversation? Old temptations renewed me through observations. Need your grace. The demons are led by Satan to come and take. God, I'm crying for your salvation. God, don't you hear me crying here? I bleed from the mouth. My legs are dead and I'm lying here. In the dirt, this is payment for all my work. Till it's curtains, I'ma serve with a single purpose. I'm unworthy, but it's by your love that you heard me. Never curved me. I spit in your face, you nursed me. Said you loved me. I offered a slug to plug thee. God, I'm ugly. You're sufficient and that's above me. Knew, knew about the Bible, but I never really bothered. Mom and dad loved me, but I never knew the father. Holy Spirit was tugging me at my collar Trying to tell me Jesus the answer to all my problems Looking back at my life and I start to grimace How can such a sinner be likened to God's image? Wasted all my talent, I hadn't used it for glory To the author and finisher of my story And my faith, much less than a seed Much rescue was needed, my soul he redeemed it Kicking off my sandals, been walking on holy ground Trying to face a burning bush with a soul that was crying out Started on my feet, I was pacing around Then he brought me to my knees with my face to the ground Hear me Lord cry out Hear me Lord cry out Tears down my cheeks till my eyes dried out In peace let me sleep Lord when I lie down Hear me Lord cry out Hear me Lord cry out Started on my feet, I was pacing around Then he brought me to my knees with my face to the ground Hear me Lord cry out Hear me Lord cry out